0: Hello, Elevated Community. Welcome to another episode of Elevated Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, number one, if you're here for the first time, I just want to welcome you to, to this, uh, this platform. Welcome to Elevated Community. This is a place that I created to be encouraged, uh, to be inspired, and most importantly, to grow with one another and if you're here for the second third fourth fifth 20th time thank you so much for being part of the familia you know i'm saying uh shout out to all the all the spanish-speaking people i love you te amo te quiero i miss y'all um i i miss my people as recently which is weird you know and i'm not weird but i i really do miss y'all you know who you are thank you so much for tuning in and just allowing me to be part of, of your week, whether you're washing dishes or or driving to your school, to to your job, wherever you're commuting to, or if you're listening to this in the gym, to all y'all uh, gym rats, shout out to ya or or any other place that you might be hearing this. Thank you so much for being uh, you know, for allowing me to be part of your life. It's an honor and it's a privilege, even though you are listening to a dude that absolutely has no idea. What he's talking about. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, as you know, this is the last and final part of all in your head with a Brain emoji. That uh, you know, we have really just been dissecting uh, what mental health looks like, and and you know, hence the mental health awareness month. And so, I just really wanted to dive in and, and really talk about what is really you know uh, occurring or or what's really impacting our mental health so i hope you guys been enjoying it i i think that i love this series i'm excited for next month um you know just some stuff you know it's just some great uh guests in the future and so I'm, i'm just really excited so uh thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your uh day um and but without further ado let's get into this last part of all in your head so let's get it Hello, Elevated Community. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is the last installment of All In Your Head series. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is definitely a a series that I loved, um, you know, because I really do uh, think that mental health is and should be a priority in our lives. It should enable us to really feel fulfilled, it, it, it has the power to make us feel empowered and strengthened um, in our purpose and in our calling. And so I really do think that mental health is, is definitely number one priority, not only in my life, but it should also be a priority in yours. Now, in this last installment of All In Your Head, I, I want to dive into something that that might get a little political or might, maybe not. I don't know. Whatever you might feel is. Uh, political you know what i'm saying i i'm just i'm just gathering sources and really talking about how this could imply, and yeah just imply really um mental health you know and so i want to dive into to this uh episode fairly quickly i want to read it firstly a quote by frida Kahlo said at the end of the day we can endure much more than we think we can at the end of the day, we can endure much more than we think we can. Now, I do want to take uh, a couple seconds and and just give my silence um, to the people out in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, you know, this this shooting was just uh, it's been crazy. To, to even hear about, you know, time and time again, we 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 hear about this violent um acts that that go on and and we really just have to sit back and ponder, what in the world were they thinking? You know, and so I really just wanna give, you know, a couple seconds of silence to to all those people and and wherever you are listening to this from, just I want you to send your prayers out um to everyone. You know there, and so I'm gonna pray on my own, and and I I, I encourage you to do the same, um, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pray for for Texas and all the families, the teachers, the students, the faculty that that were involved in this, and so um, let's just do our respects and 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 do that. Yeah, man, it's it's been tough to really hear about all that's been going on. You know, there's there's various narratives, um, and and also you know, um, just different uh, news outlets, and and I mean, Google. You could Google anything, and you'll find information, misinformation, whatever you want to call it, fake news, if you will, um, on on different things, different subjects. But I I really just sat down and just started researching. You know, like. I was just like, man, I really need to find out what what happened, what is going on, you know. Um, obviously, there there will always be three sides to the story, the truth. Um, on you know, um, uh, how do they say this? They say um, their side, your side, and the truth. And so you know, it, it's it's really three parts. And so. Um, Whatever side you're on, you know, I I definitely want to be on the right side. But um, the facts are just this. The attacker was Salvador Ramos. He was 18 years old. Now, this 18-year-old killed 19, 19 kids, 19 kids and two teachers. Right now, it only took 50 minutes for the Border Patrol agents using a ballistic shield to enter the room. And kill 18 year old Ramos. Could you imagine that? It took 50 minutes, not 15, 50, 50 minutes before the Border Patrol entered the room. Now, this is, is, is causing a lot of scrutiny, a lot of um, attention in the media because uh, people are questioning how, how can you, know, you wait because they thought it was a hostage situation or whatever the case may be. He, uh, like, it took them 15 minutes to respond and kill the shooter that managed to kill 19 kids and two attackers now um a i don't even want to say this right it says axios.com uh it really set out this um this little cool uh timeline might you will you know provided by stephen McCaw, director of texas department of public safety um And so I just want to go through it. I just want to go through it with y'all. I want to talk about it, all right? So 11.28 a.m., the shooter crashes the pickup truck into a ditch behind the school. He is carrying a semi-automatic rifle. He opens a rifle on two people outside the nearby business who escaped uninjured, right? I I do want to say this. Before 11.28 a.m., he managed to kill his grandmother, well, not kill. Sorry, shoot. Um, and so that's wild as well. And so, eleven thirty um a.m. The first nine eleven call about the crash and shots fired outside of school is made. That was eleven thirty a.m. Now at eleven thirty three a.m., a shooter enters a school through a propped open door, enters a two connected fourth grader classroom, which the entrances lock that lock from the from the inside and begins firing. Right, 11:35 a.m. At least three Uvalde police officers entered the same room as a shooter and uh, as a shooter and go directly to one of the doors to one of the classrooms. Two of those officers were injured by gunshots from the shooter. Those three officers were followed by three additional Uvalde police officers and county deputy sheriff. Now that was at 12:35, uh, 12:03 oh, p.m. At least 19 officers have gathered in the hall outside of a classroom. Right. So this is this is where you get to interesting. 1203. Now, in the same 1203, the first 911 call is made inside of a classroom by a person identified as Macaw as a female student child. And at 12 10, the person makes another call and advise oper- operator that multiple people were dead. 12, 13 p.m. to 12, 16 p.m. The students make more calls and says that there are eight to nine students alive inside of the classroom. She was in 12, 19, another nine eleven 11 uh, call is made from second unidentified person who hung up, who hung up when another student told her to hang up. Mr. McCaw said now this is 1243 and 1247 the initial caller makes two more phone calls and asks the operator to please send the police now according to McCaw 1251 border patrol tactical agents unlock one of the doors with a key received from a school janitor breach the room kill the subset, suspect and begin escorting children out of the classroom. Now, McCaw has said in this uh, interview that he um, at least 100 shots were reported. They were fired. Now, 17 other people were also injured in this shooting. You know, it's just a wild timeline from, you know, 1230 all the way to 1251 where the police, you know, go in and. And and just, the, you know, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. You know, I, I, I wanted to talk about this because it's, it really is a, a mental game that we, that most of the battles, most of the wars are being had. And the head is 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 so crucial, and I'm, I'm we're gonna talk about this later. But it's so crucial for people to lose the battle in their mind; therefore, automatically they lose the battle physically, and end up doing or end up making bad decisions like this. You know, um, I do want to you know read a, a little bit about just the victims parents and, and and what she said you know uh, or what they said sorry um Layla salazar 11 years old uh her mom said now she uh, you know she said now she would run with the angels said her mother um he would jam you know her, her dad would jam out with his daughter to sweet old child oh mine by guns and roses on the way to school The song he wrote on Facebook was the only thing to brighten him in peace right now. Miranda Mathis, 11 years old. She had manners, Reese uh, said in this message. She was a bright girl. Her family describes her as sweet, smart, shy, tomboy who enjoyed being in nature and outdoors. Those who knew Miranda knew her great imagination and often expressed her love for unicorns, especially if they were her favorite color, purple. They wrote in obituary. Nivea, 10 years old. Nivea, whose name is heaven, misspelled backwards, now flies with the angels. Her cousin Emily Grace uh, uh, Yala uh, wrote on Facebook. It just feels like a nightmare. That we cannot wake up from, another cousin said. Austin Ayala told the Washington Post, her siblings have to wake up every day knowing that she's not there with them. Josue Manuel Flores, 10 years old. Um, uh, Jose's mom's, uh, Jose's mother says that he was, quote unquote, little her little shadow. And would help her around the house. Jose wanted to be a police officer when he grew up to protect others, said his father. Xavier Lopez, 10 years old. Even at 10 years old, Xavier could pull off uh, a stylish outfit complete with a button down shirt and clean Adidas uh, sneakers. He was funny, never nervous, and his smile. His mom. Uh, Felicia Martinez told The Washington Post that smile I will never forget they will always cheer anyone up but he also excelled in school where his favorite subject was art. He loved to shoot hoops and play basketball according to the post. His mother said she attended the uh, she attended the honor roll ceremony for him Tuesday morning he couldn't wait. To get to middle school she said tez marie mata uh says um her family says uh she was a she was athletic she could do splits uh practice baseball or softball at that age sorry um tess and tessie are some of her uh, as some of her friends called her had a contagious laugh said sister faith mata and I think the story just goes on and on. I think that as parents, you know, uh, man, I mean, you don't really think about or you don't even imagine how something like this could happen to your children. You know, uh, families should feel safe when when they take their kids to a place where security should be guaranteed. You know, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. But the thing that I wanted to talk about the most was, was this, was this a mental health issue? And my answer is absolutely yes. My answer is absolutely yes. Um, it says a lot about a person who can shoot their grandmother straight in the face. It says a lot about your character. It says a lot about your, your thought process. It says a lot about your emotional instability. It says a lot about your spiritual lack of development. It says a lot. It says a lot about the way you grew up, how you grew up. Were there the right people around in your life that that guided you to have a clear mindset to have vision to have a sense of purpose and i don't i don't think that someone who would have purpose or someone who would have this vision or or clarity in their life um could look at their grandma straight in the face and and shoot them it was a definitely a senseless senseless act it it definitely takes little to none emotion to do these horrific things especially to young children uh that that they are some of the most innocent human beings in this planet you know it's hard it's a hard uh, it's a hard pill to swallow now you know this is where where i want to you know we we i told you we we're going to talk on um with guns but uh you know people are 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 claiming that Hey, we need to, we need to change these gun laws. We, we really need to straight. And absolutely, you know, like there should be a process. Absolutely. There should be, um, background check. Absolutely. There should be a test that, that sees where you are mentally to, to know what kind of person you are, uh, why you want this, this, um, you know, this firearm. Absolutely. But I do want to say this. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. People who say this want to put the blame on other things. And they make excuses for those things. It's time to take responsibility. It's time to take responsibility from the things that we do and and this is not not just goes out to to him because we can all learn a little something from this we need to take responsibility for the decisions that we make if we make mistakes then we need to own up to those mistakes if if we fail in an aspect in our lives then we should take responsibility over that failure because we, we, are, we are human beings and we're so easy to, to absorb the success, to absorb the compliments and the good things that people have to say, the good things that we do. Um, it's easy for us to absorb that. But when it comes to failure, when it comes to mistakes, when it comes to shortcomings, we put up excuses and I think it's time for us as a whole. To take responsibility. You see, I I think that um, you know, Ramos really had a issue with solitude. You know, I I, I do think his mother, um, you know, and, and we see and I'm I'm Googling articles and, and different um news sources. Some people said he was bullied, some people said he was the bullied, uh, you know, and so. Oh, like what do I believe I, I I truly believe that what goes in your mi- what goes on in your mind really affects your outside actions what goes on in your mind really affects your actions so my 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 mantra for now on is make America healthy again let's make America healthy again. What if Ramos really had a great support system around him? What, what, what would it look like if he had accountability? What would it look like if he'd had love, kindness, joy, um, mentorship, discipleship, uh, people that uplifted him, people that encouraged him? Uh, you know, what would that look like if he genuinely had a great community around him? And we look at pre to post-pandemic, and I said this before, I said, if, if pre-COVID you had an awesome mental health, if, if you had an awesome spiritual development, if you had emotional stability, if you had a, a physical great routine life, then during the pandemic you flourished. You made it happen. You, you had it all. Now, if you were lacking in any of these areas, you, begin, you began to fail. You began to see the absence of. Now, what do we do with this information? You know, I think that we really need to sit down and learn from this. As, as a society, as a culture You know, stop putting blame on things Stop putting blame on, 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 on Everything but the problem The problem here is The fact that He did do this Horrific, disgusting act But how do we change it To the future Let's make America healthy again that's going to be my new slogan. Let's make America healthy again. Because what, what would a healthy America look like? Mentally speaking. Emotionally, spiritually, physically. Like what would it look like if, if when you had or have mental health issues, instead of turning to a pharmaceuticals, you turn to your neighbor. What would it look like if instead of, uh, you know, looking for a pill, you go look for a community? How about instead of turning to to food, how about instead of looking at things on the Internet? TikToks that make you feel great, social media that, that makes you feel less than, or music that that indulges you to go and do certain things. Like, instead of doing all that, how about we make ourselves healthy again? I really want to encourage you guys to learn something from this, because I'm learning a lot. And it's stories like this that really break you as a human being. And you're like, man, I, what if I could change someone's life? What if I could change my neighbor's life that, that is going through some stuff that their mom isn't around, their dad isn't around? Like, what if I can point to this person and they can have a life that is radically changed? What would that look like? What would that feel like? For real. You know, like, we all have that neighbor. We all have that friend that is struggling. Like, what would it look like if, hey, I'm going to spend uh, certain time with you, certain energy, certain um, resources, certain finances on you because I believe in you? What would that look like? What if, what if, what if, and then we get into the what ifs? Because someone could have poured into Ramos's life. But didn't. You know, and, and we see this time and time again it's it's those small things adolf hitler was rejected by art school could you imagine what would have happened if like for real he would have gotten accepted to art school like like what would have been of of that you know it, it's just crazy i know that this was a very uh, man it, it was tough It's a tough episode, you know, but I just wanted to talk about it and give you my thoughts on it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, It's an honor. It's a privilege to be here with you guys. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say, you know. Um, It's just tough hearing about that and and tough um, just hearing what the parents had to say about their kids. just not going to be there anymore that room that that's going to be empty like what is that going to feel like though those clothes that they wore the 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 smell that they have because everyone has a different or, odor you know like i i i smell luke all the time around his neck area and he has like i don't know he just he just smells different you know like his smile his his giggles his laugh his everything his hugs you know, like what would it and I don't want to imagine that. So if you ever, you know, have gone through something like this, I just want to encourage you and I wanna um just tell you like, hey God has a purpose for all the pain. So today I'm just mourning with the people that mourn. And it's uh it's hard to just swallow. but this was the last installment of all in your head i hope you guys enjoyed it and i know it's a very uh man it's just a it's just one of them ones you know i love y'all thank you so much for tuning in i hope that this um you know encourage you in some way shape or form you know to just go out and do good just go out and do good just go out and do good I love y'all. Have a wonderful afternoon, morning, night, whatever time frame you're listening to this. And I love you guys. See you guys next week with a new episode of Elevated Podcast.